0: God tonight amen God is so good I found this quote it was wrote in the 1800s and here we are in 2015 and man we're about to close 2015 (laughs) y'all didn't want to hear that huh Somebody put. We're only a uh, 100 and something days away from Christmas. We're only a few days away from fall, which I will receive that. Amen. It has been hot, but someone had wrote this, and I, I, I thought to myself that, man, what a what a great quote. I wish I wish I could uh, have come up with it, but I didn't come up with it. It was A. W. Towser. Towser who had said this, he said, The reason why many are still troubled, still seeking, still making little forward progress is because they haven't yet come to the end of their self. We're still trying to give orders and trying to interfere with God's work within us. How many believe that to be true today? When are we going to surrender all to God? Title of my message to you tonight, because you seem quiet, you seem reserved, you seem like like uh, this might be the one message that, that, that you want to skip in your life, but I think it's the one you need to get excited about. I think it's the one you need to wake up and hear about tonight. I think it's the one that ought to pierce your heart more than any other message I've ever preached in my life. It's the one that says surrender everything to God. Everything to God. I said everything to God. The reason why so many are still troubled, still seeking, still making little effort, little progress, is because they haven't yet come to the end of themselves. We're still trying to give orders and interfering with God within us. One I know, the guy that wrote this one, he's pretty cool, his name's Mark Grimes. Sometimes God will give him a little nugget and I'll send it out for you to read. I saw that from A.W. Towser and I said to myself, I said, man, what could I say that maybe would break it down in English for this church tonight? And I, I, just, I just said it in English. You cannot fulfill God's purpose for your life while focusing on your own plans. You'll never be able to fulfill what God wants to do in your life while always focusing on your own plans. God is looking for a body of believers that would surrender to Him tonight, that would give their all to them no matter what. The Bible says, commit your ways to the Lord and He will establish your plans. It doesn't say commit your ways to the Lord and you'll get everything you want. Sometimes we get saved and born again and we think we ain't supposed to go to prison. Well, if you committed a crime and the only reason you're coming to God is to get out of jail, some people are still going to go to jail because they committed the crime. You're not hearing me tonight. Some people come to the Lord to save their marriage. The guy that sold me my truck, man. Let's pray in unity that him and his wife would come to church Sunday. I've been inviting them, been inviting them. He's been calling me. They finally decided that they were done, that they were through. There was infidelity in the marriage, and, and, and they're over with, and there's, there, 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 there seems to be no hope. He called me today and said, well, what do you think would happen if I joined the church? I As I could tell you, a lot of things would begin to happen. You would begin to surrender everything to God if you truly fell in love with God. And if you truly surrender everything to God, He will remove, watch this, He'll be removing stuff that calls you to be in the spot you're in right now. The spot that you're in tonight. You cannot fulfill God's purpose for your life While focusing on your own plans It doesn't say commit your ways to the Lord And you'll get everything you want No it says to surrender And let God order your steps How many can say that they'll do that tonight? Be careful what you do Be careful how fast you are to get your hand up To sign up for something To jump and be first in line for something Because God don't play with us folks We say we're surrendering our life to Him. Wake up! We say we're surrendering our life to Him. That we're here for you, God. Put us on the battlefield. Whatever happens, I don't care. Watch what you pray. Watch what you say. Don't say... God, I surrender. Now, if somebody's not paying attention and they're disturbing you tonight, get a hold of yourself and move away from them tonight because I'm going to teach you something. If you're going to have a teachable spirit tonight, I'm going to teach you something. If you say, God, here I am, take me, then be prepared to go anywhere. (laughs) Be prepared to go anywhere. Be prepared to trust the Lord that he be taking you by the hand. And then, Father, I thank you so much, Lord, that I can't see where I'm going all the time. Because I'm not so sure I'd go if I could see the way. (laughs) Man, where's the church at tonight? Wake up. Some of you are not so sure you'd be where you're at tonight. But you thank God you are where you're at tonight. Because if you had known where you had to go in the valleys you had to get to get there, you might not have went down that road. The Bible says commit your ways to the Lord. He will establish your plan. It doesn't say commit your ways to the Lord and He'll give you everything you want. No, it says to surrender and let God order your steps. Surrendering your life. What does that mean, Brother Mark? It means following God's lead without knowing where He's sending you. Can anybody do that tonight? Open your Bible up if you brought one tonight. Anybody got a Bible tonight? God is so good. Ezekiel Ezekiel twenty eight Got my Bible? Verse one Following God's lead. Without knowing where He's sending you, that means surrendering your life tonight. That means that you're ready. You're ready to go wherever God wants you to go. Who is really ready to go and do whatever God says? Let me see your hands. Is there anybody? Is there one? Anybody on the back row that would say, "God, I'll go." Jana, what about you? Are you going to raise your hand? You going to be a servant? Huh? Raise your hand. You're going to leave your house. You're going to leave your property. You're going to leave your. Sometimes you got to leave family behind. To go where God tells you to go. My phone rang. I decided I was going to sleep in Monday morning. I deserve it, Benny. I work hard, don't I? Huh? I need beauty rests. I need lots of beauty rests. Danny, I don't. I need you to say you're beautiful, boy. You're beautiful. Help me out. My phone rang, and it was a lady, and she was she was sitting on a bench, a park bench, and she was sitting there, and she was thinking about com- committing suicide. She said, I'm at the end of my rope. I'm just about to take this whole bottle of Tylenol. I said, you got a headache? She said, no, I'm trying to kill myself. How many know a whole bottle of Tylenol you can kill yourself with? I said, don't do anything else. I'm on my way. It ain't what I wanted to do first thing Monday morning. I wanted to sleep in. I wanted to get out there in my backyard and play with my dog. I wanted to walk around. I wanted to trim some trees back. I wanted to have a staff meeting when I got to church. I wanted to get my people and go tell them I appreciate them, take them to lunch. I wanted to have a good, relaxing day. But my phone rang, and God said, hey, are you surrendered to me? God might call you up if you pray and ask him to call you up. You know, hear me tonight. Mary said, where are you going? I said, well, Donna said she wants to commit suicide. I don't believe she really wants to commit suicide, but I'm going to go over there. She said, you need me to go with you? I said, no, I'll go. I, I'll th- I'm just going to go see what's going on. I looked all over Walmart. How I many know Cleveland got a big old Walmart? I couldn't find her nowhere. Finally, I said, Lord, show me where she's at. There was a greeter up there. Who just come back from a break? There wasn't no greeter when I got there. I said, "Have you noticed the lady standing around?" She said, "Oh yeah, she was here in McDonald's a while ago, and I saw her leave. She's got to be around here somewhere." She said, "Have you checked the benches on the other side of McDonald's?" I said, "No, I haven't, man. I walked around there, and there she was." As she cried and just poured her heart out, said, "I'm at the end of my rope." I don't want to take another breath. I just want to die. I said, No, you don't. You want to live. The same God that saved you and you got rebaptized a month ago is the same one that's going to rescue you this Monday morning, girl. She just got rebaptized less than 30 days ago. She just committed her life to the Lord. 30 days ago and said take me use me wherever you want the enemy's using that too the enemy hears our prayers when we pray out loud when we come to church he sees us the enemy's focusing his arrow his fiery darts and they're they're coming at us and we say oh man i'm opening up a christian business and then sometimes the last thing you are at the end of the day is a christian some of you say, I'm gonna I I I I'm gonna go out there and I'm gonna be the best Sunday school teacher that there ever was, and then you don't study for a lesson. The enemy gets you all busy, wrapped up with this and wrapped up with that, wrapped up with this. And then you say, God, I'll be the largest tither in my church if you just give me a great job. And then God gives you a great job, and you take that money, you should be tithing, and you start buying material stuff, swimming pools and and beauty parlors and, 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 and horses and horse trailers and all kinds of stuff. Where's our heart? Is our heart? With God, are we willing to surrender and say, God, I'm all yours. Because you know when you do that, you begin to glorify him on a whole new level. You begin to walk in a whole new light. God says, I want to give you the desires of your heart that you may be a blessing to others that would glorify me. I was thinking about it for a minute. How many prayers I've asked God to answer. And God answers them for me. And then sometimes I don't use that for his glory. I don't own anything anyway. I don't own anything anyway. He lets me have stuff. Because he's a good God. These are his stuff, not my stuff. And if I'm greedy what good am I to him? If I'm putting it up for tomorrow, which I'm going to get into in just a minute, what good am I today? Surrendering to God. Listen, following God's lead without knowing where he's sending you. That's a sign that you're being surrendering. Your, your life has meaning now. Waiting for God's timing without knowing when it's will come expecting a miracle without knowing how God will provide how many today really believe that God is in the miracle business how many really believe that God can do a miracle in your life you've seen him do a miracle in someone else's life I remember one time I held this lady's hand and she took her last breath her name was Melissa she took her last breath here and her first breath in heaven and her husband hated me he never spoke to me again he was mad at me. I still think today he won't even speak to me. He said, you said God was in the miracle business. I said, brother, heaven is a miracle. How many believe that heaven's going to be a miracle that comes to life? We read it. In my father's house are many mansions. If it was not so, I would not have told you so. And if I've gone to prepare a place for you, I'll come back to receive you to myself if you believe that scripture and you believe your Bible and you know that God is coming back to get you wouldn't you think that that is a, a miracle? How about when we're raptured out of here? I think we're raptured out of here Friday before 12. Somebody better get their surrendering on tonight. I thought to myself over and over again about time and material things and possessions. And I want to open up my home more. And I want to open up my heart more. And I want to open up my wallet more. Because all these things, they're not mine anyway. All these things that God allows me to have, they're not mine. They're not yours. Quit thinking that they're yours. In the blink of an eye, God can take everything you have away from you. But if he gives us a nice house and if he gives us a car and if he gives us, gives us money, why shouldn't we just go ahead and say, God, I'm surrendering everything to you. And if I can take someone in or if I can buy someone some school clothes or if I, if I can let somebody come over and go swimming and have a, a big retreat at my house or let somebody come and, and borrow my horse trailer so that their kids may be able to enjoy what my kids get to enjoy sometimes. Boy, the Bible talks a lot about material things rusting and falling apart and not lasting forever. How many are over 50? How many over 50 know that the house you grew up in is not standing anymore? It's not standing anymore. It's gone. The school that you grew up, is it still standing? Anybody here, the school's gone? Anybody? School's gone. School's gone. Church's gone. The only thing that's going to last is what we surrender to God. How do I know that? I'm, 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 I am just know it in my spirit, Danny, that everything I surrender to God, my wife, my children, my home, as for me and my house, will serve the Lord. When I surrender that to God, my possessions, when I, when I surrender my body, how many know that our body should be a living sacrifice? Huh? Uh, that, that, and what's this, What's this It should be pleasing to God I want to read this to you Verse 28 Ezekiel chapter 28 Verse 1 The word of the Lord came to me Son of man said to ruler Trey This is what the servant Lord says In the pride of your heart You say I am God I sat on the throne of God in the heart of the seas, but you are a man and not a God, though you think you are as wise as a God. Think about that for just one minute. That tells me and you right there, just that little verse right there, that we shouldn't be trying to please people. <laughs> That's what that said. Let me read it again, and then you grasp what I just said to you. In the pride of your heart, you say, I am God. I sit on the throne of God in the heart of the seas, but you are a man, not a God, though you think you are wise as gods. Are you wiser than Daniel? Is it no secret secret hidden from you? But your wisdom and your understanding, you have gained wealth for yourself as ambassadors of gold and silvers in your treasures. By your great skills in trading, you have increased your wealth. And because of your wealth, your heart has grown proud. Therefore, this is what the sovereign Lord says, because you think you are wise and wise as a God. Behold. I got to find it. Let me see your Bible, Mary. I got lost here in this Bible. Hmm. What verse was I on? 7. Behold, therefore I bring in strangers amongst you, the most terrible of the nations, and they shall draw their swords against the beauty of your wisdom and they shall defile your splendor. They shall bring you down to the pits, and you shall die the many deaths of the trions that are slain in the hearts of the seas. Will you still say, I am God before him who slays you, but you are only a man made of earth, and no good in the hands of him who, who wounds and profounds. You shall die the death of the uncircumcised, By the hand of a stranger, for I have spoken it, says the Lord. I read that in my daily Bible reading. I read that and I thought to myself, what are you saying to me, God? What are you trying to get to me to say? Don't please people. Please me. Don't try to become me. Come on, somebody, hear me. Don't try to become a God. Don't think that you're wiser than I am. Come to me, and I will give you strength. I'll give you wisdom. I'll give you what you need. When you surrender to me, don't try to become me. Too many people try to play God. Too many people today think they know more than God. Not me. I'm just a humble servant. You should act like that. You should talk like that. You should walk like that. You should come to God on your knees as a servant. Who's your master tonight? Have you surrendered? He is my master. He is my Lord and master. When he says get up and go, I get up and go. What about you? When he says get up and do, do you get up and do? Here, baby. Brother Mark, what are you trying to say to me tonight? I don't want to get too complex. I don't want to get way out there. When I read that scripture, I'm going to tell you what it said to me this morning. It said to me, I don't need to be playing God. God is already God. (laughs) But when we don't surrender to God, we begin to manipulate. We begin to force our own way. We try to push those doors open. Surrendering your life to God, following God's lead without knowing where you're going, waiting for God's timing without knowing when it comes, expecting a miracle without knowing how God will provide that miracle, trusting God's promises without understanding the circumstances. You know you're surrendering to God when you rely on God to work things out. Say that, work things out. Instead of trying to manipulate others, force your own agenda and control the situations. Break that down for you in English. Sometimes we just have to let go and let God. Sometimes we just have to let go and trust God. Okay, Doc, I hear what you're saying. I've done my research. I've done my homework. Now i got to let go and trust God. I'm going to do what they say for the first time in the history of me working with doctors. Praise the Lord. (laughs) Don't laugh. Don't clap. I ain't got there yet. Pray for me, Lord. (laughs) I'm going to do what they say. I'm going to do my very best to do what they say. But I'm going to let go of this situation. And I'm not going to try to play God because God's big enough to take care of everything, and I'm not that big. Let go and let God work it out. You don't always have to be in charge. When I was reading my Bible and I was talking to God about this cancer thing, he said, you don't always have to be in charge. Let me be in charge for a minute. I'm <laughs> thinking about Mr. Tim, thinking about Miss Vicky, thinking about others who are sick right now. You don't have to be in charge. I'm in charge here. Let my glory get glorified for a minute before you always want me to take it from you, why don't you let my glory get glorified for a minute? Does that make sense? Before I can get you to that next level, before I can take you down that next road, why don't you let my glory be glorified? But if it gets too hard, if it gets too difficult, we won't quit, we won't back out, we want to walk away, we want to blame God. Let go and let God work it out. You don't always have to be in charge. Instead of trying harder, we need to trust more. You also know that you're surrendering to God when you don't react to criticism and rush in and try to defend yourself. A surrendered heart shows up best in relationships. How many know that, that, that you are not who you used to be tonight? And you can celebrate that. Come on, somebody. Someone that has surrendered their heart to Jesus, it shows up best in relationships I love her more now than I ever have I'm trying to be a good daddy now when I used to not be such a good daddy I'm trying to be a good friend now when I used to not be such a good friend I'm trying to build relationships and start a crushing relationship a person who has a surrendered heart they have a heart for other people when you have a heart and you surrendered your heart, you have a heart for other people. It don't matter who it is, where they come from, what they look like, what kind of car they drive. None of that matters to God. What matters is their heart and Him being inside their heart. A surrendered heart shows best in relationships. Man, I'm so blessed for the relationships that God has brought to me, my friends, my families, others from around the world who are praying for us, this church, your problems, my problems. Man, I got on Facebook, I said, please pray for Donna. She wants to end it. All of a sudden, 50, 60, 70 people are praying. Someone put a, Miss Connie put a prayer out there for me. Others put a prayer. Now look on that deal, 80, 90 people praying for us. We're building a church. Richard Penny, Richard Penny just went through something. Scott's employee just went through something. We got it out there. We said, please pray for these people. And you could see the heart beating of a surrendered person. <laughs> surrendered hearts show up best in relationships. You're not self-serving, you don't edge out others. You don't demand your rights all the time. The most difficult thing for many people to surrender is their money. Many have thought, I want to live for God, but I also want to earn enough money to live comfortable and retire someday. Retirement is not the goal of a surrendered life because it completes with it, it completes with God for the primary attention. It competes with God for the primary attention of our lives. Let me elaborate on that one minute. You're storing up for tomorrow, and you don't even know if you're going to make it till tomorrow. I buried my friend last Thursday. Tomorrow will be a week. She was 43 years old, two kids, great job, great life. Man, she was probably looking three years ago when they walked in and said she had leukemia. She was probably looking at the brightest future ever. All of a sudden, the future didn't look so bright. Here, so many times we get in our mind, we're going to retire to Florida. We're going to get Speedos. Quit looking at them like that. Some of y'all trying to get back in that two-piece. It ain't happening. I just had to throw that in for free, guys, because they didn't want to look at us in our Speedos. Some of us have this plan that we're going to retire to Florida. We're going to move to Destin Beach. We're going to save our money and we're going to get a condo out there. Or we're going to go buy some land out in the country. And we're going to get away from people. And we're going to get away. I've been in the hustle and bustle. I want peace and quiet and tranquility whatever that word is, and I, I want that for me. I, I don't want to hear anybody. I want to live out there. I want to, uh, oh, I'm not going to say that in church. <laughs> and, uh, I wanna, and so, <laughs> I'm not going to say that. Maybe, maybe not. But we get these plans. Can I say this? I hear it all the time. There's not going to be no Social Security for us that are in our 40s and 50s. There's not going to be any 401Ks anymore. 401K is about to... Psh, psh. I guarantee in the next five years, you won't even know what a 401K is. There won't be no social security. There won't be anybody that, 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 that is working till they're in their 60s and 70s and, and trying to get this big pile so that they can live for another 10 years without worrying. The only way that we can live worryless is right now tonight by surrendering our lives to the Lord. Somebody grab a hold of that tonight because I'm telling you the truth. I'm not telling you something that I don't believe is not going to happen. I believe that's not going. To I believe that we're living in a world where 401k is about to disappear, and 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 Social Security and retirement. I don't think that's a part of God's plan because the plan is the world is getting closer to the end. But we could end tomorrow. I tell y'all that all the time, but I don't think anybody believes me. But we see it over and over again. We're a close church family. Some of our brothers and sisters are taken like that. We've got to give an account to God for what we do with the possessions, the money, the stuff that we have. Why not be obedient right now and surrender your money to God? Why are you holding on to what's His anyway? Why are you holding on? Some of y'all are in the financial situation that you're in right now because you're greedy with what you're supposed to be giving. That's English. Easy to understand, but hard to swallow. You say I'm on a fixed income, Pastor Mark. Well, let me tell you who can fix the income. God can fix the income. There will be no Social Security. There will be no 401Ks. There will be no backup plans. The only plan we have today is to trust God with our finances at this very moment. At this very moment. Every one of us, Dave lives on $500 and something dollars a month. That's what Social Security gives him, $500 and something dollars a month. Who can live on $500 a month? Raise your hand. Only a Christian. Dave don't smile all your needs are met come on somebody praise him dave you ought to praise him you are stand up for me cuz you're looking like you're not smiling i can't tell from here all your needs are met and you live on 5 how much you get a month 596 He's got a house, he has a car, he has a wiener dog. <laughs> they both look alike. <laughs> I can't tell them apart sometimes. Dave eats good, he lives good, he's got good friends, he's got family that loves him with all their heart. Dave is a rich, 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 rich man. Do you feel rich, Dave? Do you feel rich? Is there anything that God don't provide for you? Amen. Sit down. When I met Dave, I met him when he's working on my neighbor's ranch across the way, and my neighbor and him got into it, and Dave was sitting on the bench outside one Sunday night. Dave was a church comer sometimes. He had started coming pretty regularly, but not like he probably should. He was sitting on the bench outside. We had How many remember that old wooden bench that we used to have out there? Dave was sitting on that wooden bench, and, and me and Dave weren't very close. I knew him. We talked. I threw a bell of hay on top of him one time, a round bell. <laughs> He needed to move a little faster, is all I can say. Being around me, I'm like a bull in a china closet. Dave was sitting on that bench outside, and I said, what's the matter? He said, I was wondering after church if you could take me down to the Salvation Army. I got nowhere to go. I said, what happened? He said, me and got into it and kicked me off the property. and I said, well, you got any family? No. Got any place to go? No. I said, I'll tell you what. I didn't have a camper. I didn't have anything for him. I said, but if you'll go over there and lay down in that lamb center tonight, we'll try to figure something out. I need a little help around here. We began to figure things out, and he lived in the lamb center for a couple of months, and Brother Brady... Drugged that old trailer up over here, and it was a mansion, wasn't it, Dave? He didn't have to pack all his stuff up on Sunday morning and move it out of the way for the kids. (laughs) God, it's been so good to Dave, and he's been so good to you and to me. And when it comes to our money, it don't matter if you have $100 million or you live off of $500 a month. God wants your obedience. And I believe in my heart that he looks down to those who are obedient and he blesses. And those who are greedy... And those who are selfish and those who who, who who just can't get that right, they always struggle financially, period. In the story, you can, you can shut that door right then and there. Those who are obedient to God, I've seen God just bless. And, and somebody ought to praise him tonight because if that is you, you've been obedient and God has just blessed, just blessed every time. Retirement is not the goal of a surrendered life because it competes with God for the primary attention of our life. Jesus said this, You cannot serve both God and money. Whatever you treasure in your heart, you also. What does a surrendered person look like? I don't think Watch, 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 watch. I'm done. I don't think you can can find a completely surrendered person on this earth. Billy Graham, nope. Joel Osteen, nope. T.D. Jakes, nope. Mark Grimes, nope. I don't believe you can find a completely surrendered person on this earth. I don't. I'm just being honest with you. Some of y'all, y'all can't give up some stuff right now that God knows you need to give up. Like lying and cussing and stealing and robbing and cheating and having sex outside of marriage. Some of the stuff you know you need to give up right now, you, you just, boy, man, this is like a revival meeting. I feel conviction coming all over this place tonight. I don't believe, Vic. Now, 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 Vic, follow me for a minute because some of y'all are looking at me crazy. I don't believe there, there is a person on this earth, Brother Carl, that can completely surrender everything because we're not perfect. But there was one who completely surrendered everything, and his name was Jesus. Chris, are you following me? There was one person that completely surrendered everything. I don't believe there's anybody on earth that has ever completely surrendered everything. But Jesus did. And Jesus Jesus did it, and he knew it was painful when he did it. I'm preaching tonight, whether you're listening or not. Jesus surrendered himself. The the supreme example of self-surrender is Jesus. The night before his crucifixion, he surrendered himself to God's plan. He prayed, Father, Everything is possible for you. Please take this cup of suffering away from me. Yet I want your will and not mine. Mark 14, go there with me. Go there with me. Mark 14. Verse 36. Everybody's there, say amen. Verse 36. And he was saying, Abba, Father, all things are possible for you. Remove this cup from me, yet not what I will, but what you will. And he came and found them sleeping and said to Simon Peter, Could you not keep watching for one hour? Even his disciples, watch this, watch this, couldn't surrender one hour. They fell asleep on him. There was only one person who ever came down here that surrendered everything. And his name was Jesus Christ. What an example we ought to live up to. The night before his crucifixion, Jesus surrendered himself to God's plan. Jesus surrendered himself to God's will. He prayed, God, if it's not your best intentions to remove this suffering, then let me have it. But if it fulfills your purpose, that is what I want to. I told you what I read today in Ezekiel. And I started thinking about the news that I got yesterday. God, if this fulfills your will, your plan for my life, and it will bring your glory, then I'll take it, Lord. That's what Jesus wants from every one of us, Frank. That's what Jesus wants from every one of us. Not our own will, but his will. Now, genuine surrender says this. Father, if this problem... How many got problems right now? Father, if this problem... If this pain, if this sickness, if this circumstance is needed to fulfill your purpose and your glory in my life or in another person's life, how many can say tonight, "Please don't take it away. Please don't take it away, Lord." Say that, women. Please don't take it away, Lord. These long nights. These tears, these prayers, I'm not getting no answers. Please don't take it away, Lord. If it brings you glory somehow, if my current situation brings you glory somehow, God, please don't take it away from me. That's genuine surrender, my friend. And that's the kind of heart that God is looking for in this church tonight. And that's a level of maturity that I believe that God wants his church to walk in in 2015. A.W. Tozer said it. That people can't get right because they have their own agenda. When will they move their agenda out of the way and allow God to be right in their life? That's a level of maturity It doesn't come easy either. In Jesus' case, I I was thinking about it. Watch this. I'm so glad you came tonight. It did not come easy for Jesus to the point where he sweated blood. That blood, it said, came from his tears, from his eyes, from his body. It says, in Jesus' case, his agony so much over God's plan that he sweated drops of blood. So in case you missed my point tonight, surrendering is hard work. Being a servant and surrendering to God is hard work. But oh, happy day. Oh, happy day. In our case, as a church, it requires intensive warfare against our self-centered natures. We have to know that God has already established His plan. The question is, are we walking in His plan or walking in our own plan? We can have good intentions, but sometimes we get off course. So my question for you, and I'm done. Listen to me. What can't you surrender tonight? What can't you surrender tonight? For me, I want to grow up and say, God, I'm putting myself in the offering tonight. Whatever it is you want, I want it too. Can you say that tonight, really, and mean it? Whatever you want, God, I want it too. If you can't, I totally understand this is by far the hardest thing but boy when you see God and his real and his glory and his miracle working power exist you want to just keep pouring yourself into his work and not your own what can't you surrender tonight What can't you give up tonight? He gave it all. If I was a feel-good preacher, I would say we could too. I know it'll be hard, but we can. I know it'll be hard, but we can But I know this, because I know my Bible, Mary Wise, wake up. That only few will ever completely surrender. Because Bible says this, that few will enter the kingdom of heaven. Few here tonight will pour their life out as a servant for Christ Jesus and not for themselves. I think we look like that few because we're a difference making church and I think we should be proud of what we've accomplished but get out there and be ready to accomplish so much more for his name it's not over folks it's just the beginning get excited get excited Get excited for your future. Not Speedos in Florida. Get excited for your future. That one day you'll stand in his presence. And you'll stand in his awe. In his glory. In his amazement. And he'll know you by name. That's the future you want. And you hear him call you. And you see those pearly gates swing wide open. And you know you're not going to hell. Because you surrendered all. Let's pray together tonight. Since we have been made right in God's sight by faith, we have peace with God because of what Jesus Christ, our Lord and Savior, has done. Romans 5, 1. What did Jesus do? He poured his life out for you and for me. If you want to have a deep personal peace, a peace of mind in your heart and soul, then you got to surrender control of your life to God. You have to surrender control tonight. How do you know if you're going to do it? Because you know already you want it. You want a life that's pleasing to God, not to yourself anymore. Just pray with me right now. Just say, Lord, I surrender my life to you tonight. I love you, Jesus. Take me wherever you want me to go. I'll do and say whatever you want me to do. I'm yours, Lord. I'm yours, Lord. No matter the pain. The tears, the late nights or the early mornings, I'm yours, Lord. No matter if we're on the streets with no pillow to rest our heads, I'm yours, Lord. If we're beside the still waters, I'm yours, Lord. Somebody receive that right now. Just say, Lord, I'm yours. In Jesus' name I pray. Amen. Somebody give God a praise. Amen.